Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 309. Renting versus buying a house, pros and cons from a renting convert, part one, by Jason Price with ptmoney.com. And I'm your narrator, Dan. May the fourth be with you for all you Star Wars fans out there. This is, of course, the podcast where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. If you've got an idea for a post you'd like to hear from us, come share it with us at oldpodcast.com. And uh, today's author is a regular contributor at PT Money, Jason Price. And like the last three episodes, it's a longer post that I'm breaking up into a couple pieces for you. So I'm going to read half today and then the rest tomorrow. But before we get into it, if you want to help keep this podcast running, please do come by oldpodcast.com slash support. And there you'll find a list of ways that uh, you can help us out both financially and otherwise. I'll give you one more reminder about that at the end of the show. But for now, let's hear from Jason as we optimize your life. Renting versus Buying a House, Pros and Cons from a Renting Convert, Part 1, by Jason Price with ptmoney.com. Last year, my wife and I decided to make the biggest change in our 12 years of marriage. We decided to purchase our dream of living by the coast. We sold our house in Dallas, Texas, packed our belongings, and moved to sunny SoCal. Well, it wasn't exactly that simple. It took almost a year of praying, planning, and a lot of work. But we did it, and almost a year later, we're still pleased with our decision and enjoying our new lives in the sand and sun. As you can imagine, there were a lot of considerations for our move, with housing and finances being among the most important. We knew that our dream, and moving to an extremely high cost of living location, would require a lot of changes in how we live. Obviously, we knew that based on my current income, we wouldn't be able to afford our Texas house in California. The real estate prices where we live in South Orange County are at least three times as expensive as North Dallas but we felt downsizing to less than half our square footage and becoming renters indefinitely was worth the change for us. We've always owned our homes and of course rented apartments when we were just getting started with our post-college lives. Years ago, I bought my first house when single because the value of homeownership had been instilled into me from reading all the personal finance gurus as well as through discussions with family and friends. I thought buying a home was the right thing to do when you graduated from school and finally started receiving a decent salary. After all, a home has always been considered an investment. Why rent when you can put your money towards owning an asset with appreciation potential, right? In general, I agree that this makes a lot of sense for people, especially in moderate cost of living areas. Higher cost of living areas, such as the Northeast and California, have always had renters because it provides for more affordable housing. I would also venture to say that's more socially acceptable. 
So we've become renters, and quite honestly, we're loving it. Why? Experiencing our move to California has broadened my perspective on the renting versus buying discussion. Again, I don't think homeownership for many reasons is a bad decision, but homeownership has a lot of hidden costs and responsibilities that most people don't know they're signing up for when they buy. On the other hand, renting eliminates a lot of these responsibilities and costs and, in my opinion, greatly simplifies life. So let's explore some of these hidden costs. Some hidden costs of home ownership. Cosmetics. Assuming you keep a house for the full term of the mortgage, the property will never look the same after that 20 to 30 years. It will need new cosmetic replacements such as flooring, painting, and other remodeling to simply keep it up and on par with the latest styles. Otherwise, it won't be marketable when you're ready to sell. And if you want to keep it forever, you or your spouse are likely going to want some of these changes too. Maintenance. We owned a new house in Dallas, but in less than five years, I had to pay for two air conditioning unit repairs. I was also responsible for keeping my lawn trimmed and fertilized. I also spent money each spring and fall replacing mulch, trimming shrubs, and planting flowers. Did I mention that I also paid for a kitchen faucet replacement and when we moved, the inspector found the windows needed to be resealed? We shelled out more money than I care to mention for those repairs when we sold our property. More expenses. Think about all the money it takes to buy a home. Fees you've paid to close, more hidden costs, and prepaids such as insurance. You've paid all of these fees and expenses to get in, invested 20%, and then you get to drain more savings to buy furniture for the dining room of this house that just might have more square footage than you need. Let's not forget the 6% standard real estate commissions when you sell, which further eats away at your investment and the equity you've tried to create. Temptation to spend. We owned a large home in Texas. Everything's big there, right? Our larger home, of course, opened up discussions about furniture. Furniture for the sitting room, dining room, media room, playroom, guest room, bathrooms, back porch, and so on. Not that we had all of these rooms filled, but we certainly talked about doing so, and the temptation did drain our savings account a few times. And don't forget that furniture needs to be replaced from time to time, so you enter into a never-ending cycle. My point is that the more square footage, the more stuff you accumulate to fill it. Debt. While a home is an asset, you certainly don't own it until it's paid off. Until that time, you carry a lot of debt, and if the market drops, your asset might just not pay for itself if you need to sell it. Remember the mortgage crisis? Of course, you don't have to worry about this if you have a long-term ownership plan, but keep in mind, investing in or buying a home as an asset isn't necessarily as risk-free as what people had once made it out to be. Taxes and interest fees. While you're paying your mortgage down and increasing your equity pennies at a time, at least in the early years, you're also obligated to pay taxes and interest. Interest is certainly not as much of a concern as it used to be, but it is an expense and so are the large amount of property taxes you'll spend year to year. Yes, you certainly get a tax deduction come tax time, but deductions are only provided if you're paying taxes and that deduction isn't a dollar for dollar reduction in your costs. It's not liquid. Do you need cash out of your home? Sure, the approach people use is to apply for a home equity loan or line of credit to get their cash and you'll of course pay more fees. And you may be aware that it isn't so easy these days with all of the strict requirements and regulations. What if your home dropped in value and has eaten into your equity? It's even tougher to get your money. Unfortunately, there isn't much liquidity in homeownership. So what do you get after 30 years of homeownership? Yes, you get a home you can call your own and that's certainly a great benefit. You're debt-free with no more house to pay for and that's a great advantage. But you've certainly spent a lot of money along the way that might not have been accounted for 
or thought about when signing those papers. As I said before, there are hidden expenses and responsibilities with homeownership. It's not a bad decision long-term, but know what you're getting into and definitely don't depend on your home as a safe investment because it carries risks just like anything else. Why I'm loving renting. Hear that in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled Renting Versus Buying a House, Pros and Cons from a Renting Convert by Jason Price with ptmoney.com. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. And I'm going to wrap up that post for you tomorrow. Uh, but for today, before I leave you, I want to let you know once again that uh, if you'd like to help keep this podcast running, it would be a big help to us if you could come by oldpodcast.com slash support. We have a little list of ways there that you can help us out both financially and otherwise. And anything listed there would be greatly appreciated. And that's it for this Thursday edition of Optimal Finance Daily. Have a great rest of your day, and I will see you in the Friday show tomorrow with the rest of this post. That's where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.